Radio with your host Christopher, and I'm here talking about the war that is going on between Russia and Ukraine. I've read an article for the Lighthouse Church, um, for the bulletin for the Lighthouse Church, and this is the article that I have written. It gives some background information on Ukraine, Russia, and what has actually been going on behind the scenes. And I'm hoping that you will gain some insight, some wisdom, and see that everything is not as it is being portrayed in the media, nor is it being uh, told to us the exact, actual truth of what is going on. Many people are pointing the finger of blame at Vladimir Putin, saying that he is the one who is orchestrating this, he's trying to grab land, and you're going to see from the evidence that is presented today this has absolutely nothing to do this. Um, Pastor Barber shared with me that there is a war that is coming between uh, Russia and the United States, and this just may be it. This just may be the war that uh, starts everything off and takes us into World War III. We, we believe that this may be taking place. But this information here that I'm going to be presenting is going to give you some background information so you can understand what truly is going on. Now, I titled this article, Some Underreported Truths About Russia and the Ukraine. Beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Truth is always objective and never takes sides. Truth just is. And I want you to put that in your spirit, man, because there are people that are lying to us today. And if you don't have discernment, wisdom and understanding, you are not going to know that you're being lied to. When it comes to the reporting on what is really happening in the Ukraine, we are not being told the exact truth. Now listen at this. The, U the Ukraine became an independent nation in 1991 when it voted to split from the Soviet Union, USSR. The Ukraine became an independent nation and had over 28 regions at the time. One of those regions was Crimea, and this is background information so you understand what's going on. Crimea, in 2014, reached out to Russia and said, hey, we used to be a part of the Soviet Union. We don't want to be up under Ukraine. We want to come back to you. Russia said okay, and went through some votes in its parliament and granted Crimea's request to return back under the control of Russia. The world did not like this, nor did the world want to recognize this. Nonetheless, Russia moved its military into Crimea, not to take the land, but to protect the citizens that had reached out to it against the Ukrainians. The lie that we were told was that Russia just invaded Crimea. The truth is the Crimeans wanted to go back to Russia, and they did. They accomplished treaties, they filled out paperwork in Russia, and annexed Crimea back into its fold, so to speak. Now, the question is not being asked is why did they want to go back? Why did the Crimeans want to break from the leadership of Ukraine? Short story long, there is a sect of Crimeans called the Crimean Taters, T-A-T-A-R-S that overthrew the previous Ukrainian administration. 
that was Christian and friendly to Russia. And you're not going to believe this, but guess who helped them overthrow this organization? Absolutely. Obama in the United States. This is the truth. The difference between the previous leadership and the present leadership of the, of the Ukraine is the truth that the new leadership is Muslim and also practices neo-Nazism. This Muslim leadership is bent on following and completing the will of the Antichrist spirit. I'm telling you that this is real. This is what's going on not only in Crimea, in Ukraine, but in different parts of the world. The Antichrist spirit is gathering himself together so that he can usurp God's authority in the earth. The Muslim leadership is bent on following and completing the will of the Antichrist spirit. The world is changing and preparing for the Antichrist spirit to take control. This is not just a Ukrainian event, but this is a world event. The Muslim Ukrainians do not want to be a part of Russia again out of fear that Russia would change its policies and oppress the Muslims in the Ukraine. What's not being said by all of the news commentators and analysts is that Russia is only interested in helping the people in the regions of Donetsk, D-O-N-E-T-S-K, and Luhansk, L-U-H-A-N-S-K. They're Christians who have asked Russia to help them. Russia feels the responsibility to protect them from the Muslims and is willing to help them be annexed back into Russia. In 2014, after Crimea gained approval to rejoin Russia, citizens from the regions of Luhansk and Donetsk, People's Republics, asked for the same exact thing from Russia. Now here come the lies. They are saying that Russia is just going to swallow up all of Ukraine. If you look on maps, you can clearly see that the little regions that Russia is trying to help still gives Ukraine a huge mass of land that would satisfy its needs and also help the, the Luhansk and the Donetsk people receive the protection that they need. You have to understand this. All Russia is trying to do is protect the Christians who don't want to be under Muslim control. They want an opportunity to return back under Russian control. <coughs> now, I know this absolutely has to blow your mind because what's going on here is we as the United States thinks that we're the only Christian nation around. We as the United States think that Russia is bad, Putin is bad, and it's because we have not recognized that they have changed. I read a speech this morning from Vladimir Putin, and he says he recognizes the errors of Russia's, Russia's ways. He says that the original leaders of Russia did wrong by the ethnic groups that were there, and he wants to right those wrongs. He's not against the Muslims, but he's trying to protect the Christians that are there. This is the truth. Dines Pushilin and Leonid Pesenichik leaders of the separatist entities of DNR and LNR, respectively signed treaties of friendship, cooperation, and mutual assistance with Russia Monday. Alongside Putin's decree to officially recognize the two breakaway territories, the people of Donetsk and Luhansk 
have lived war-torn lives since Russia and Russian-backed separatist forces occupied the areas in 2014. Listen to this. An estimated 14,000 people have been killed in ongoing conflicts over the last eight years. With this being said, the new leadership in Ukraine has harmed, via methods of terrorism, the citizens of Ukraine who do not agree and get in line with them. Now I want to read you a quote out of Putin's speech that he said. Okay, so this is from Putin's speech on February 21st, 2022. When it comes to the historical destiny of Russia and its peoples, Lenin's principles of state development were not just a mistake. They were worse than a mistake, as the saying goes. This became patently clear after dissolution of the Soviet Union in 1991. Of course, we cannot change past events, but we must at least admit them openly and honestly, without any reservations or politics. Personally, I can add that no political favors, however impressive or profitable they may seem at any given time, can or may be used as the fundamental principles of statehood. I am not trying to put the blame on anyone. The situation in the country at the time, both before and after the Civil War, was extremely complicated, and it was critical. The only thing I would like to say today is that this is exactly how it was. It is a historical fact. Actually, as I have said already, Soviet Ukraine is the result of the Bolsheviks' policy and can be rightfully called Vladimir Lenin's Ukraine. He was its creator and architect. This is fully and comprehensively corroborated by archival documents, including Lenin's harsh instructions regarding Donbass, which was actually shoved into Ukraine. And today, the grateful progeny has overturned mon monuments to Lenin in Ukraine. They call it decommunization. You want decommunization? Very well. This suits us just fine. But why stop halfway? We are ready to show what real decommunations mean, would mean for Ukraine. Going back to history, I would like to repeat that the Soviet Union was established in the place of former Russian Empire in 1922. But practice showed immediately that it was impossible to preserve or govern such a vast and complex territory on the amorphous principles that amounted to confederation. They were far removed from reality in the historical tradition. It is logical that the Red Terror in a rapid slide into Stalin's dictatorship the domination of communist ideology and the Communist Party's monopoly on power, nationalization and the planned economy, all this transformed the formally declared but ineffective principles of government into a mere declaration. In reality, the Union Republics did not have any sovereign rights at all. The practical result was the creation of a tightly centralized and absolutely unitary state. In fact, what Stalin implemented, fully implemented, was not Lenin's, but his own principles of government. But he did not make the relevant amendments to the cornerstone documents, to the Constitution, and he did not formally revise Lenin's principles underlying the Soviet Union. From the look of it, there seemed to be no need for that, because everything seemed to be working well in conditions of the totalitarian regime.
and outwardly it looked wonderful, attractive, and even super, and even super democratic. And yet, it is a great pity that the fundamental and formerly legal foundations of our state were not promptly cleansed of the odious and utopian fantasies inspired by the revolution, which are absolutely destructive for any normal state. As it often happened in our country before, nobody gave any thought to the Putin recognizes that what the former Soviet Republic did was destroy people. And he is working to try to make amends. He's done a lot to try to help push and reestablish Russia as a Christian nation. He's not getting credit for this. This is one of the unreported, untold truths of what's been going on. And we cannot allow untruths to continue to be uh, spewed out unchecked. Un absolutely unchecked. Going back to my article, because at this point we were talking about how bad Russia treated the Ukrainians. With this being said, the new leadership in Ukraine has harmed via methods of terrorism the citizens of Ukraine who do not agree and get in line with them. Why? This is an important question that leads to many untold truths about Russia. You need to understand the history of Russia to fully see what's going on. As bad as Joseph Stalin and the Communist Party was, there was a recognition of an important truth that I do not believe that many people even know. The old Russia as we know it has a history of losing wars to Muslims. Muslims not only plagued other nations of the world, but they also plagued Russia. When Stalin rose to power, he made the Muslims pay for the abuses that were done to the Jews. For hundreds of years, Crimea has been the home of Tartars, a group of Turkic speakers who lived under the Ottoman Empire until Catherine the Great annexed the region. In 1944, Stalin deported about 200,000 Tatars to Siberia and Central Asia, calling the ethnic Muslims traitors to the USSR and bringing in ethnic Russians to replenish the workforce. There was no love for Muslims because of the cruelty that they exhibited against their enemies. Now, after Stalin died, there was a change in policy concerning the Tatars. Russia ended its policies of vengeance against the Tatars, and they were allowed to return back to Crimea. It took several years, but eventually the Muslims that were returned to Crimea and Ukraine gained power in the government of Ukraine, and they began practicing Islam. There are no coincidences in God. The truth about Russia and Ukraine are being underreported. The present war that is being fought between Russia and Ukraine has nothing to do with Russians wanting to gain power over the region. So many military analysts have stepped up and spoken up, and they're wrong. So many leaders in the church are saying different things, and they have no knowledge of the history, and they do not understand what is really going on in Russia today. Not everything you see is true. However, God is making a way for the Orthodox Church in Russia to grow and to thrive. They're being persecuted just like all of the other churches around the world, and God is doing a move inside of them. 
there is a misperception going on that the United States is good and Russia is bad. I believe that the tables have turned and the influence of the United States has opened the door for darkness to spread across the land. Russia, on the other hand, has changed and wants God. We cannot ignore this based upon the evidence of what used to be. Many things have changed. The hearts and minds of the people have changed. In a Pew Research poll in 2015, the following was discovered. Ukraine is an overwhelmingly orthodox Christian nation with nearly 8 in 10 adults, 78% identifying as orthodox, compared with 71% in Russia. Did this register with your spirit, man? Not only is the population of Ukraine 78% Orthodox Christian, but the population of Russia is 71% Orthodox Christian. This is not a problem for me, but it is a problem for the Antichrist spirit that is trying to take over the world. They also determined that Ukraine is approximately 10% Sunni Muslim. So in effect, 10% of the Sunni Muslims in Ukraine are controlling 78% of the Orthodox Christians. There is no recognition by the church that America is in a fallen state. Without repentance and a true heart change, the course of righteousness and holiness that America walked on will disappear. I find it interesting that Vladimir Putin is out to protect the interests of his people. See what Putin said about the importance of the Orthodox Church in politics. Under communism, the church was a threat to the state as a body closely associated with power structures, a rival ideology and capable of inspiring the affection and support of a large proportion of the Russian population. Putin, however, is on record as seeing that attitude as a mistake on the part of the USSR. The church for Putin has a significant and powerful value in forging a strong Russian state. Under Putin, the church and nationalism are increasingly closely united. The church serves as a powerful role in supporting Putin's true political ideology. Who would have ever thought that you would have heard this coming out of the mouth of Vladimir Putin? And look, you, if you want to play with this and you want to get on the understanding, oh, he's just playing games, he's hiding who he really is, he's not telling the truth. I've seen evil people and evil people don't care. They don't care. They want what they want, and they're, they, yeah, they'll pretend, but to the core, to the core part, this man is saying all of this, that's a lot of pretending. That's, if, if, he, if he doesn't believe this, he's an excellent, excellent pretender. This is at the core part of his being. Not only is this at the core part of his being, for 71% of Russians to believe Christianity and to follow Christianity, he's, he's, not, he's not lying. He's telling the truth. This is, this is me closing. We must open our eyes to see what is really happening around about us. Biden is pushing us into a war that President Trump would have never gotten us into. The only reason Biden is interested in going to war is to hide the crimes that his son Hunter has committed. Biden is on video in 2019 admitting that while he was under Obama, he threatened the Ukrainian government with the loss of $1 billion if they did not fire the prosecutor who was going after Biden's son, Hunter. President Trump said, here's a guy that says, you know, I'm going to declare a big portion of Ukraine independent. 
he used the word independent. And we're going to go out and we're going to go in and we're going to help keep peace. Trump said, you got to say that's pretty savvy. And you know what the response was from Biden? There was no response. Selah. Pause and calmly think of that. Church, Radiant Fire Radio listeners, hey, I'm, I'm just telling you what the truth is. You don't have to believe this. You don't have to follow what's going on. But if you want to continue to walk in the deception that you uh, are being promoted to or being seen, by all means, continue to do that. But this is what the truth is. Vladimir Putin is doing the right thing in trying to protect his people. And if you can't see that from a Christian standpoint, you need to get redipped. This has been Christopher Radiant Fire Radio. You got to keep your eyes on Jesus at all times. Thanks for listening. We're committed to excellence and truth as we conduct spiritual overwatch for your soul. We're committed to bringing the whole gospel to you. Simple truths, given with intellectual integrity, far better than Fox News and CNN combined. Please feel free to contact us with questions, comments, concerns at ChristopherRadiantFire.org. Like us on Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, Amazon, Pandora, iHeartRadio, and more. Until next time. That was your Overwatch, Einstein. You can thank him later.